What is his name? His name? Charlie. Charles Willoughby. Concentrate. Concentrate with me. This is Brandon Ford, and welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. For this week's TV edition, we are flying across the pond back to jolly old England for another episode of Hammer House of Horror. This week, it is Visitor from the Grave. And I'm not sure where you could find the episode to stream. It's probably on YouTube and the usual places, such as Vimeo and Amazon Prime. I don't know. But if you want to watch along, feel free to do so. If not, I will have the audio playing in the background. As usual, I want to keep these short and sweet. So let me get the plugs out of the way. Please visit Amazon.com for my books in paperback and Kindle editions. Just type in Brandon Ford in the search box. You'll find my author page as well as several of my titles. You could also find my books in audio format by going to audible.com or the Audible app, typing in Brandon Ford. And last, oh, please follow me on Instagram at writer Brandon Ford. And if you want to contact me with any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, you can reach me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, you could also send me a direct message on Instagram. So, all right, let's light this candle. Here we go. We're going to get started in three, two, one, play. This is an uh, episode that <clears throat> I saw many times hosted by Elvira for the Thriller video series. And um, 
I think I definitely think this one is a bit predictable and some of it doesn't make any sense there are definite plot holes but I think it's it's an interesting view nonetheless and the actress who plays Penny is a bit over the top at times to say the least even though I know she's supposed to be mentally unstable I believe I have to admit that it's been a long time since I've seen this particular episode but it was one that I used to watch quite regularly uh I do believe that she had a nervous breakdown at one point and I don't know if that is why she moved to England or not. I don't know if that's explained. I don't remember. But yeah, her husband Harry is conveniently out of town the night she has a break in. And like I said, this one was part of the Elvira Thriller video series and it isn't very often or it wasn't very often that she would make an appearance during the actual episode itself. She would just do the intros and the outro and but there is one moment that I thought was sort of funny. Um... But because of her fragile mental state, Penny is dependent on medication. And I think she tends to abuse it. So Harry Harry has to ration it off. He keeps it locked in a safe. And so she convinces him to give her the key to the safe so she can get the pill. And I think she's holding the bottle and looking at them or something. And then it cuts, or she has one in her palm. And then it cuts to Elvira and she goes, bet she can't eat just one. I don't know why I felt obliged to mention that, but it's just something that I always remembered from this particular episode of this series. So Penny has shot the intruder. After what is supposed to be attempted rape, I don't know. Because it doesn't seem... I know that it's not... This is all, you know, a ruse plot spoiler. Uh, This is all a ruse. One giant setup. And... um, so Charles wasn't really meant to... Uh, that's Charles Willoughby, by the way. Or the character's name is Charles Willoughby. The guy who broke into the house. And he is an acquaintance of Penny's husband, Harry. But, yes, yeah, she says that he tried to rape her. And that she shot him in self-defense with a rifle that was loaded with blanks. And, but I don't really think that... 
there was much of a struggle between she and Charles. It seemed kind of light. Not that, you know, I wanted or hoped for a violent attempted rape, but it didn't really seem like she was in much danger. And by the way, she had more than plenty of time to call the police while he was banging at the door, demanding to be let in. Um, and then up to the point where he actually does break in. But instead of calling for aid, she simply just, you know, turns into a shrinking violet and starts moaning and pleading. And then when he finally gets in, you know, she tells him to leave. Like, I, that's going to do anything. So after shooting Charles, I guess she had a... I know. Uh, I guess you passed that. I don't know. This, this is really over, overacted on her part. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Take it down a couple of notches, lady. (laughs) I don't know, her husband just, from what I remember anyway, he just looks like a sleaze, very untrustworthy sleaze. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And she does. She does more than her share of screaming in this episode. There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of emotional meltdowns. There's a lot of pleading. There's a lot of whining. Even when she talks, she is over the top. I mean, I don't really think that... I think there are very few moments where... I think there are very few moments where she's actually, she actually communicates at a reasonable level. And even then there's a bit of desperation in her voice. And, you know, I must say, I believe it's 150,000 pounds. I'm not sure 
what that is in American dollars. But that's what all of this is over. And it's not just 150,000 pounds, but it's 150,000 pounds split between the husband, Charles, uh, Margaret, and the actor who plays the Swami as well as the police officer. So it's 100... 150,000 pounds split four ways. That's not that much money, not even in um, 1980. And this just seems like a lot, a lot, a lot to, uh, it, it's just not worth it, I don't think. I think he's dispensing with the medication now. So we know that she doesn't call the police or they don't call the police because he knows that she's, you know, fragile and susceptible to just about any, to just about anything. And he convinces her that if she... If she calls the police... Then she'll be put away. Yes, yes, she could. Oh, that's it. That's a bit much. Again, so we understand why she doesn't call the police after the fact, but it still doesn't explain why did she call the police before or after she shot him. That seems like the most rational thing. I mean, it, it, I mean, I know she's unstable, but Jesus Christ. And I love how she says, couldn't I plead self-defense? Yes, as you could. Guy broke into the house. Some of this stuff for a ruse 
I don't know why they feel compelled to show. I, I guess it's to trick the audience, but like you, you don't need to see Harry doing things like bur uh, burying or digging a grave. I don't remember if you actually see him put Charles in the ground. If so, that would not be good because Charles isn't dead. And then I believe that he puts Charles's car in the lake. And again, that doesn't make sense. Why would he put his car in the lake if he's not dead? And this is all a, a ruse just for 150,000 pounds split four ways. Not a lot of money. And Penny is supposed to be wealthy. How or uh, from what is not clear or explained. All we know is that she has money. Okay, I think this is here. Here is where he's putting the car in the in the water. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, for God's sake. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know if you actually saw him put the car in the water. Are you sure? I couldn't stand it if they put me away again. You're okay now. You're well again. And make sure you stay that way. Right? Because if Mother and Daddy found out, they'd take me back to the station. Nobody will find out. If Mother and Daddy want. I don't remember that part. See, like I said, I think I said this during the house that bled to death. There, there were certain cuts in the thriller video versions of the episodes. There were like some trims, and I, I don't remember that part where she says, "If mother and daddy found out." Do you have anything to do with you being fired? All right, so he got fired. And I guess that's why he needs the money. 
again, 150,000 pounds split four ways. Mm-hmm. I can't go talk to the bank manager. I can't face anybody. Not today. You have to. Look, if my money is that important to you. Oh, saw the money. Couldn't care less about it. Uh really? I guess she gets, I guess she gets money from her parents. I don't know. But I don't think it's ever clearly stated as to what happened to her before and what landed her in, what initially landed her in an institution. So I guess they didn't show him put the car in the lake because it was parked outside. How it would have pulled away without them hearing, I have no idea. So basically, <laughs> the rest of the episode is a bunch of scenes involving Penny in social settings or public hey, settings where she sees Charles and freaks out in front of everybody. <laughs> this little panda car. <laughs> Morning, officer. Sorry about all that. Morning, sir. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Harry Wells? Yes, that's right. And the young lady? Penny? Penny? Penny Van Bruten? They're, the they're not married. Look, was there something you wanted? Yes, it was you I wanted to speak to, actually, Mr. Wells. Oh. Well, perhaps you'd like to come up to the cottage. Please sit down. Go ahead, Yeah, thank you, no, sir. Okay? 
was it you wanted to talk to me about? About a man called Willoughby, Mr. Wells. Charles Willoughby. Charlie. What's he been up to now? I hope you might be able to tell me. Oh. You do know Mr. Willoughby? Well, yes, I know him. Is he a friend of yours? I know him. When did you last see Mr. Willoughby? Oh, it would have been uh, about a week ago, I think. Yes, it would have been last Saturday morning. Hmm, where was that? I don't even think they tell you. I you had words with him at that time. <laughs> what is this? What's Harry supposed to have done? I don't, don't even think they tell you where Harry was the night that Charles allegedly, supposedly broke in. I know that the pseudo-policeman asks Harry where he was, but Harry doesn't say. Away on business. But he got fired. Why would he be away on business if he got fired? I think that's some of her best acting right there. Uh, sorry we couldn't help you. It's all right, you've been a great help. What do you mean? Elimination. What? We have to eliminate every possibility now in an investigation. Like Sherlock Holmes said, when you've eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. Very impressive. You should have been an actor. Thank you, sir. That's what my inspector says. <laughs> Because he is an actor. Oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yes? You weren't thinking of going back to America for a while, were you? No. No, I wasn't. Good. If you should think of going away anywhere, either of you, you will let us know first, won't you? Harry? We're not going anywhere. I told you, Miss Van Bruten needs peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. This is a party. At Margaret's party, everybody's 
Oh, God. She goat. Oh my god, they're so mean. If you really believe that, Margaret, my love, I might just decide to put a hex on you. Oh, impossible. I'm protected species. Oh. Didn't you know that? <laughs> hey, the wine you've got there. Good. Give one glass to this lovely girl and one glass to Margaret. What about me? What about you? You go and get yourself another one. Go on, off you go. Go on. <laughs> what the fuck? I am almost positive that Margaret's accent um, Margaret's accent diminishes to this very thick I don't know where she's supposed to have been from but it, later when they're talking when she's talking or when they're having seance she does sound more English than whatever this is supposed to be. Love. What? Unless it means something else in whatever the fucking language she's supposed to be speaking. That was Charles dressed as the waiter. And after she sees him and freaks out, it cuts to a shot of him rushing into the kitchen. Which I thought was interesting. Um... As if he was a hallucination. Is that right? 
an hallucination. Why would he be rushing off? Harry, I think, is... What is he, shooting clay pigeons? Or... Oh, no. It, it, what, he's, what does he say? Some, some, something for a pie. I remember that line. I always thought it was weird. And for somebody who has a, a gun that he's not supposed to have and is not, they're not supposed to have in this region of the country, why the fuck is he shooting it in the, outside? One would think he would either hide it or dispose of it. Especially after Penny used it to allegedly kill somebody with it. I think he says pigeons for a pie. Yeah, bag us some pigeons for a pie. I never understood what the fuck. I guess that, you know, pigeons, he meant like fucking ducks or whatever. I don't know. Um, But do they make duck pie? I don't. I always thought. I always imagined, you know, that they wouldn't be making like bird into a pie, like apple pie. I was a kid when I first saw this, so forgive me. Don't want to be haunted by that thing all my life. I know nothing about ghosts or any of that. Julian. What? The high priestess. What you're talking about? High priestess means wisdom and understanding. Margaret will know what to do. They're having torrential rains here in Philly. I'm hoping that you can't hear it pelting outside the window. This isn't the first time that I recorded a commentary with pelting rain. What's the word? Um, what is the word? I don't want to say bitchy, but there's this coffee in the kitchen. Go and make three cups. Go, go on, go on, go. Jesus Christ. I'd be like, am I a fucking butler, bitch? See, that sounded more traditionally English to me. Would you like a drink? No. No. I'm taking pills and I don't mix with alcohol. Can you get rid of him for me? Perhaps. Perhaps not. 
Now it sounds like it's coming back. The accent. Why would you say that? Why would you say that to somebody who is mentally unstable? Yeah, of course she's going to see him again. I mean, you could see that coming a mile away. <laughs> the way he says we're home is it to say you can shut the fuck up now. So yeah, the 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 objective is to have to make her have as many um, outbursts, emotional outbursts, mental breakdowns in public settings so, you know, anybody could see how, how fragile she really is. So when she kills herself later, spoiler, um, there are a number of people who, who can say, oh yeah, she was hysterical regular I hear yeah he goes and digs him up it took him about 30 seconds to dig him up Listen, Margaret. Harry, 
there's one there's one moment toward the very end right before Penny kills herself that I never understood because she goes she goes and locks herself in the bedroom and you know she's she's kind of um I think she's just completely losing her mind because like everything she sees is is kind of disoriented she's kind of spinning spiraling out of control mentally and I don't know why or what it is or how it happens or what the point of it is but you see this patch of blood or it's what's supposed to be blood on the carpet and I guess it's supposed to be well that's true I guess it's supposed to be blood from when she she killed him because she killed him she killed him in that room that's true but you know I will be revenged I don't remember if you, like, see the vision of him in this, in this particular seance, but you do see him, you do see him in, like, a, a vision when the Swami comes, or the supposed Swami, um, but... Again, if this is all a ruse, how could they do something like that? Yeah, see, she sounds English here. I'm completely blanking on what's happening in this scene. 
weird sound cue. Why they they are supposed to be old friends? Why would he, what? Why would she say I speak to Harry Wells? He's in India. He doesn't want to come. Oh. Long, long. Just checking. Checking. There's no way they're gonna hide any trick apparatus. <laughs> Watch it now. Hey, this is this is a moment that uh, I was talking about earlier, where where Elvira pops up and says, "Bitch, you can't eat just one." I don't remember how many she takes, but however many it was, it they must have. Um, maybe they. Uh, caused her, her to hallucinate the visions of Charles. I don't know. But it, just, it doesn't make any sense. If the whole thing is, is a ruse, then you can't, you can't do special effects with a, with a ruse. Because he's just floating there. He's this phantom figure. I don't think they say exactly what medication she's on. I just, I'm almost positive they're like bright orange pills. Come on, Penny, they're here. 
Oh. Okay, so this is the same guy who plays the who played the uh, policeman. Shakespeare says, please, that time. Please. please again, too. Wow. <laughs> I do like the way the music becomes slowly becomes more in intense and it and it heightens the scene's intensity it goes it gets faster I think here we're just hearing his disembodied voice, but you don't see him or you don't see him. Oh, she sees him. Oh, the music's going real fast.
I think she's seeing the blood now on the floor. And then she sees the rifle. So I guess that whole thing about the the gun, guns not being legal in that region was a crock of shit because the police do come. Oh no. Now wouldn't the police question you know exactly what the fuck was going on at the time of the suicide and who and find out that the Swami was not real, that he wasn't Indian, and that he was wearing a disguise. I mean, it seems like a <laughs> a closed case pretty quickly. Oh, they're popping champagne and everything. He said smackers. 150,000 smackers. $37,500 a piece. That's not a lot of money. She's going to set the... See, there's her vision. She's going to set the money on fire. And I remember it was funny in the... um, In the outro on the Elvira Thriller video episode. She says, you know... She talks about how lame it is that all she did was set the money on fire. She said it would have been... It would have been much better if she set the money on fire while it was in their pockets. Okay, that was Hammer House of Horror, Visitor from the Grave. And as always, I want to thank you for staying with me to the bitter, bitter end. And I hope you'll come back for more TV and future commentaries. So until next time, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams.